entertainment, arts, and interviews. The Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. You know their hits like Cool Change, Happy Anniversary, Take It Easy on Me, and Reminiscing. The Little River Band have sold more than 25 million records and racked up 13 top 40 hits. You can catch Little River Band June 6th at Mid-America Center with Rick Springfield and Eddie Money. Wayne Nelson from the band joins us now to talk about an exclusive for the Mulberry Lane Show, a sneak peek at the new album, Cuts Like a Diamond, and the new single, What If You're Wrong. Wayne Nelson with the Little River Band. What if you're wrong? Gotta get it if you can. Welcome to the show, Wayne. (laughs) Thank you, ladies. That was very sweet. That's pretty cool. Oh, you're welcome. Happy to have you on the show, Wayne. We sure are. It's my pleasure. And by the way, that is a first. Never have we been introduced with a song in harmony. That was very cool. Yay. Great to hear it. All right. So new music, concert coming to the heartland. Let's talk about the new album, Cuts Like a Diamond. The new music. First of all, we were very lucky and very honored at almost 40 years old for the band that a label came out of nowhere and asked us for new music. Wow. Um, Mm -hmm. We've been writing new music. And we've been making it, but we've been making it under our own steam without a label support. But these guys wanted new music, and they promised and delivered with an international release. And then we followed it up with going to radio for some airplay. And add all that in, first of all, all of the reviews were not only complimentary, but exactly what we wanted. They said, this sounds and feels like a step forward for the band. It does not sound like the band resting on its laurels and Mm -hmm. just rehashing old songs again. Um, On top of that, we've got people that are hearing the song on the radio. So if you add that uh, phenomenon into our set, there's so much memories and there's so much uh, fun in the set anyway. But then we get to a song in the set where people are going, hey, I just heard that on the radio. Uh That's their brand new song. It really makes for a whole new energy to you know, to the show at year 39. So huh. we're very happy. We're very blessed. And one of the new songs actually even evokes a standing ovation, you know, 25 minutes into the set. So the first time it happened, we were literally dumbfounded. I did not know what to say hmm. after the crowd stood up and applauded. It was a very emotional moment, you know, hey, all the blood, sweat, and tears you put into a record. You right, guys sure. know that. So oh, yeah. You put so much time and energy and emotion into it and to get it back is awesome. So what it song is. is that? What song do they stand up at? Well, the one that they stand up for is, is a song dedicated to um, the commitment that young people make when they make a military commitment okay. and sign up to go set things right in the world. It's called The Lost and the Lonely. It's the first song on the CD. Okay. And it starts out with that big Little River Band acapella vocal right. and hits you in the face. But the storyline is about telling mom and dad, this is the choice I made and this is what I'm going to do. And it deserves to be honored for all those people around the world. And... You know, lots of people in the heartland and and everywhere else have kids in the military or have served themselves. And so it hits people right square in the eyes. For a new song, for them to hear the message and feel it that quickly is is, is very powerful. Uh It's a unique perspective for a, a message. It is indeed. I mean, obviously paying tribute to veterans Mm -hmm. and people who are serving is one thing, but to pay the choice to go do it. Right. You don't have to go very far to see that the world is pretty messed up. And to make that choice and to stand up and and put yourself in harm's way, 
that is a huge choice for a young person. It deserves as much honor as, as any other part of the service. So it is a unique perspective. It's one of the reasons that I love the song so much. And as soon as I heard the chorus, I knew that was something that we could sink our teeth into and, yeah. and do it do it justice I bet mm-hmm. now you said that you know the reviews and you feel like this has been a step forward for the bands what do you think it is that took you that step forward I think it's because we said to the label and the label agreed with us not that we've ever really been a you know a, a sad kind of a band mm-hmm. our songs are about life mm-hmm. and life continues on but I said to them you know I've been in this band for 35 years I'm not going to come out and sing a song or or try to put forward a song about teenage romance or you know the angst of whatever it's like this has got to be a grown-up perspective Mm -hmm. the thing that I'm very proud of is that we wrote songs with that perspective and we put forward some pretty heavy concepts one of the songs I wrote is about domestic abuse through a kid's eyes, mm. watching it happen, and, and the result of that chaos from a child's perspective. And it's what song not, is that it, one? That one's called Who Speaks For Me. Okay. And um, I, I'm not a very prolific writer, but I literally saw it, and that's, all those lyrics just came to me mm-hmm. in the progression of the story. But they agreed with it, and and then we were left alone. We were left alone to go do it the way Little River Band does it, sing it the way we sing it, and make the record from our heart as opposed to from somebody, you know, trying to prescribe what we do. And all of it came back from all of those reviewers. Where have you been? You know, glad that you're back. And and what a great continuity to mm-hmm. Little River Band's sound and history. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, you stepped up and, and did something from your perspective now as opposed to back when you were trying to chart. This is something we did because we were given the freedom to do it. Yeah, and Um, you know, those are both unusual things that you are given the freedom on a label to do things exactly the way you want to, and that it's all embraced in the way that it has been, too. Those are very difficult feats, both of those. It it was, and it would. you guys will appreciate this because you've been through this drill. We don't need a record label. We didn't need to make a record that got put in a shelf somewhere. And whatever, we've got a very strong touring career and we've got a history of songs and whatever. And I just said to him, if we're going to do this, I don't want this to just be something that we send you, you shelve it, and on we all go. Right. We had a long list of over 200 songs. I asked him to be the final filter and tell me what they had in their minds. I picked a bunch of songs that I knew that I felt good about being able to sing physically and and, and the message. Mm -hmm. But then I said to him, you've got to be emotionally invested too. Okay. You and I together will put together the long list of what we go in the studio with and then together we'll decide, you know, the cuts that make it and we came up with these 11. So That's an interesting approach. It really was. Uh You know, I I know a lot of people in the music business, everybody looked at me and said, you're going to what? You're going to let the record president be the final guy that picks the songs? I said, yeah. Yeah. I'll send him what I know we can do, and right. then and then I'll let him pick the ones he likes. That's very exactly interesting. Right. And then he had kind of a vested interest in it as well. Totally, and so did his staff. Mm-hmm. And um, very uh, it smart. played out really well because yeah. um, you know one of the expensive things about doing a CD and you you want it to stand out is artwork to to make that sleeve look good and all that kind of stuff. And you know I kind of ran a concept by him, and he said, you know what, let us take the artwork off of your plate. And he came back with a 12-page booklet that was just stunning, full 
original artwork on the front and then pictures and lyrics and twelve page booklet at, at our age that was um, that was very cool commitment yeah. on their part. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, if you've just joined us here on the Mulberry Lane Show, we're talking with Wayne Nelson of the Little River Band, and he's telling you about their new album, Cuts Like a Diamond, and his experience of working hand in hand with the head of their new record label on this album. Obviously, he's probably been a fan. He has been a fan in the past, and another dividing line was, well, which Little River Band do you want to put out? Do you want to put out the reminiscing and cool change Little River Band, or do you want the Niles and Lonesome Loser Little River Band? And he kind of chose the more, you know, rocky stuff, and uh, you know, but with that solid message. So uh-huh. it was a very collaborative effort, and the end result was very gratifying. I- I'm, uh-huh. I'm proud of every single cut for, for all those reasons. We're talking new music with Wayne Nelson of Little River Band, and when we come back... We're going to get into the history of the band. Keep it right here. You're listening to the Mulberry Lane Show. And taking you to break with a sample of the new single off their album, Cuts Like a Diamond. Here's What If You're Wrong. (laughs) 